Welcome to another episode of What the Fuck Do You Do? We got a really awesome guest, Dorian. He's a sommelier. Yes. Dorian. Is that the right pronunciation? Yeah, Dorian, yeah. Sommelier, yeah. There was like a 50-50 chance. I'm going to commit to this. No, I always tell people, it's like sommelier and like like my boss would say, yay, like yay, like why, yay, sommelier. It's a happy Yeah, exactly. Well, we want to believe it's a happy profession. moments of like, oh man, like this is terrible. Um, no, um, yeah, no, it's great to be here, man. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah. So what, what does a sommelier do? So by definition, uh, sommelier is considered like a wine steward, um, in its purest form. Um, it is a person that is in charge of the beverage program, uh, the wine program, uh, to be more specific. Um, and they handle all the ins and outs of that. Um, whether it be, you know, ordering the wines, receiving the wines, entering invoices, putting the wines away in the cellar, um, making sure that inventory is up to date. And then uh, from there, it's uh, being able to work in a restaurant and um, assist, you know, guests and, 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 and people that come in to like, you know, either have a glass of wine or a bottle and kind of give them an experience um, and make the best recommendation uh, according to what, you know, the customer is in the mood for. So you kind of, when you get into it, do you have to be at a restaurant or a wine bar or can you go like solo? I, I think I think now um, sommeliers have um, there's a there's a huge range um, and there's a lot of opportunity where um, again it's no longer just traditional where we're bound by like oh I have to work in a restaurant or you know and, and just do this it's like you can earn the credentials um, and then from there you know you can <laughs> you can do all, plenty of things I, I mean I I always mention you know um, Andre Mack um, you know he's, he does he lives around in this neighborhood in Brooklyn. And he's like one of those like celebrity songs where he's just like doing these like little episodes on Bon Appetit and what have yeah. you. So it's like he's just like living and cruising and doing that. And then or you could just really just oversee like just a beverage program. You don't even have to be on the floor anymore. You could just run like a chain of like restaurants, steakhouses and be like, well, here's this list that I made and send it out to all the restaurants. And that's it. So it's very really like don't have to interact with people, that's pretty cool. which can be nice yeah. sometimes. And then there's some times where it's like, uh I have to talk to people. Yeah. This is the launch pad for Bon Appetit, actually. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Had a lot of people come yeah. through here and kick off their careers. Yeah, this is where it starts. Media and entertainment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So out of all the activities you were mentioning, uh, yeah. like what percentage of your day do you spend, you know, talking with customers mm-hmm. or curing wine or doing invoicing, like all so, that stuff? So I think I think, um, I think think most restaurants have it this way, um, especially when it gets to like the like higher end, like Michelin restaurants and things like that. There's a tier system um, where it's like you have your beverage director um, who's usually, you know, a psalm as well and, um, you know, is either, you know, through the quartermasters or W set or what have you. Um, and he oversees the program. And then you have what we call like floor psalms. Um, and these are the people that are just, just, just selling wine. Like we're there for the shift, we're there for the night, and we're just here to sell wine. <clears throat> I spend a majority of my time working at the bar at Cork Bus. I'm like behind the bar. Um, so it's a little bit of a hybrid kind of situation where it's like I make the cocktails too, but you know, I'm also there to help and you know navigate the list for, for customers and everybody, obviously. But um, so yeah, no, um, most of my day to day, I consider myself like I'm that floor some situation where it's like this is where I spend my time. I spend my time talking to guests one on one and then having that versus like doing the back end stuff, the admin stuff. Sure. Like I don't, you know. Um, less fun. It's less fun. Yeah. yeah, it's more like oh, just writing things down. And I don't. Yeah, I, I think it's it's cool, but I'm like, no, nah, I like the idea of like meeting people and having yeah. that conversation. For the most part, I want to believe that. Right. You know, that's what I like to do. Seeing their face when they try the wine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That too. Or them telling me I don't like Chardonnay, and then you're like, cool, try this, and then like, oh, I love that. You're like, cool, that's, that's Chardonnay. <laughs> <laughs> that, that experience is that's for me. Like, so funny. You're just like, yeah. come on, like, don't don't say that. Like, don't don't turn it down. Like, give it a shot. Give it a shot. That's what I feel like. like that's what gets me really curious. Is that. I feel like there's such good customers I've seen drink wine and such bad customers yeah. and like the people who are super pretentious about like, oh, I know all the tastes and flavors and everything and yeah. they're just totally ass backwards on yeah. it yeah. Uh, versus someone who's just like, oh, like I want to try it all. I don't know anything. Yeah. yeah. What, you know, what are those different ranges of people that you see, especially like at a wine bar where people are coming in all the time to drink? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, you know, it's actually been fun. It's been an experience working at Cork was I've been there for about, um, about five years now. Uh, which is like the longest I've ever spent in a in a in a, in a certain location. I like I come with like a nomad. I like to like pick up you know little bits and pieces and <clears throat> keep it moving. But Cork Buzz has been just such an educational like kind of a, a establishment where it's like it builds community in the sense of like we're able to 
kind of learn with the guests too. Like sometimes guests are really knowledgeable and they come in, they're like, hey, like try this. Have you ever had it? And we're like, no. And they bring these bottles and you're like, thanks. Um, and then there are situations where other guests are like, I don't know anything. And you kind of help them. But um, yeah, no, it's... Uh, Hey, what the hell are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where was I going with that? Um, it was no. cool, dude, because I think, I think actually one time I was on a date at Cork Buzz, yeah. and I did a blind tasting at the bar, yeah. and it was like the best experience of all time. Oh, I think, yeah. no, I think no, you hooked it up, too. No, it's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have this thing where it's like, you know, it's, uh, it's fun. It's this uh, blind tasting situation, and it's just, you know, it's $20, and you come in, and we pour you three wines, and you try to guess it, you know what I mean? But I tell people sometimes, like, it's kind of cool to just drink wine without having a preconception yeah. of what's in the glass, you know what I mean? Like, don't, like, don't stress out about naming things correctly just drink it as is and enjoy it for what it is and tell me if you like it or not sometimes it's as simple as that um but yeah uh but no no actually no going back we were um i get exposed to a lot of people and um it's (laughs) yes there are people that are like aficionados and like you know these people are like serious and they got it like that man they come in and they share these awesome bottles and they open up these awesome bottles um you know and they're very generous about it and they're like here try this try this and they're excited they just want to share it with everybody around them and then you get people that come in and just like obnoxious about the whole situation (laughs) like just kind of just want to swing their wine dick over it like you know it's just like i know this this is what i normally drink you're like that's that's cool like I know, like, cool, like, yeah, we we all know that that's awesome wine, like, you know, like, you don't have to yeah. keep saying that to me, like, I the posers, it. yeah, like, I kind of get it, like, you know what I mean, yeah, yeah, it's like, I get it, we all get it, like, you know what I mean, like, yeah, we know, you don't have to keep saying it, but, you know, they showed up to your place to flex on you, yeah, yeah, exactly, it's like, yeah, you know, it's like, it's like, it's the weirdest flex, it's just like, what, like, you came in here to brag, of, like, yeah, like, cool, yeah. like, yeah, that's what, like, you know what I mean? Like, who does that? Like, yeah. Yeah, Justin was telling us about his dinner last night that he did where uh, the people who were sitting next to him were, like, bragging about how much they were spending on bottles. Yeah. Just, like, tossing out price tags and labels and stuff. Like, yeah, you know. I, I feel like that inflation, like, price inflation or bragging about it is, like, a really weird association with wine. It is. It me. absolutely is. And it's, it's one of those things where it's, like, I think maybe, maybe the closest thing to that would probably be, like, bourbon or scotch or, like, flexing about, like, you know, like, oh, you know, I got this 23 McAllen or something like that. Yeah. or something. You know, it's, like people do that you know um yeah it's unfortunate yeah there's people sometimes don't even know what they're drinking but they're more concerned about like yeah we had this 800 dollars bottle of burgundy and you're like what was it <laughs> like i don't know it was 800 dollars you're like all right like cool man like i don't even like you know what I mean? like, like, yeah, money, yeah, no like, yeah it's like i mean like listen if you got it like that you got it like that but no no yeah. they, you know it's 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 strange i i always talk about that sometimes i was like you know like i, I never understood the dynamic and this could totally be just on me but like um i've always seen or people always talk about wine being like this like a feminine thing to do right like the ladies drink wine and chocolate and this and their cheese board and uh, right there's this stigma on that but then it's like but it's usually like these like older men that are like going out there and balling out it's never the you know it's never the girls that are balling out they just want to get drunk on fucking whatever they don't really yeah. care like you know what i mean they're not there to be like let me get the eater off because they're not trying to flex or yeah. you know show off on their right. money or economics or anything like that they're just like yo like we're just here to have a good time <laughs> and it's the guys that come in they're like i want to show you that i make money and then i live in tribeca i'm like cool like, <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> yeah. why are you bragging to me about this one? yeah like, i was like <laughs> i'm like are we on a date like what's going on right now <laughs> like, like, guys are the most insecure basically that's what yeah. you're saying i think so yeah, yeah. i think so yeah. yeah i think so you can kind of see it too like especially at cork Bus. i think it's such a date spot too right. um, where i work so it's kind of fun like it's fun to see that everybody comes in on dates and it's usually like this guy that like has no idea what's going on he just googled wine bar um probably and then he shows up and he's like doesn't know like and there's like panic order yeah you know what I mean? he's just like like do you want a bottle of sparkling water or tap water or uh, I'll bottle sparkling and, and flat, and they're like, "You're gonna get two bottles of water? Like, what are you doing? Like, what is happening? Right now? Yeah, like, what are you, yeah, what are you doing? Like, yeah, we'll just, I'll just do this." And you're like, oh, "Sure, man. Like, all right, man. Like, you sure you want to? Like, don't order red wine and have oysters. You're like, come on, man. Like, this is not a good. It's not a good mix. Yeah. It's not a good mix. You know what I mean? Do you like, do you embarrass guys who are on dates who are intentionally trying to like show their oh, false knowledge like of wine coming over the top? A little no, bit. no, no. I would never. No, I don't think I would ever get to that point. Because like you know, there's like 
I feel like I have, to have some sort of ethic and boundaries. Um, <laughs> but like, that doesn't mean that I don't turn around and go, what? Yeah, you walk to the back of your like, friends. Nah, and... dog. Like, you know, but uh, no, no. I, you know, I feel like I feel like my job, or I think a job of a bartender or whoever's behind a bar doing something or helping, he should be your wingman. I think yeah. so, man. I, that's what, you know. I, I strongly believe in that. You know what I mean? So like, I'm I'm usually there just trying to help. And like, sometimes I'm just like, yo, you buried yourself. Like, I can't. Like, <laughs> this is way beyond my powers. Like, too deep. I can't serve her enough wine for her to get over that. Like, this is, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. There's no bottle that makes you not an asshole. Yeah, like, yeah, like I don't know what's going on. Like, you mentioned your ex girlfriend six times already, dog. We have only been here for thirty minutes. <laughs> this is not gonna work. Dog. That, that is not it. <laughs> So yeah, that happens yeah. a lot. But no, I, I think that you know working with wine, it's uh, it's fun because it's just again engaging, talking, but yeah. you know, and trying to be respectful. You know, because I tell people like it's not, it's nobody's fault. Like you know, you get people from like all over the you know the United States that come into Cork, or New York City in general, right? Like they're in and out tourists and stuff like that. So it's like it's interesting to see like you know people from Middle America and like it's not their fault. Like you know the, the market is just terrible there, right? Like right. you know it's just a, every time I go down like. You know, somewhere that's not a major city, and you're like, okay, well, I'm gonna go to the supermarket, and like, here's this whole aisle of like Cabernet, and you're like looking at this thing, and you're like, it's 200 bottles of Cabernet, and like, I, I don't wanna drink any of this. <laughs> like, this sucks. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is yeah, terrible. Yeah. And there's only like two or three there, like, oh, like, I get, like, I get that, you know? But, um, and then that's it. So it's like, I don't blame them for coming in, and it's like, what's been nice about it is being able to show people that, like, sometimes it's not really about money, man. Like, I, I don't, like, I tell people, like, don't worry too much about that. Like, because the more you learn about it, um, the more you like, able to cherry pick and find out, like, okay, I can get a deal. Like, I like this wine or I like this style. I can get some for, like, 20 bucks, $15, mm-hmm. you know, right. it's going to be delicious. Um, so I tell people, like, try not to be too intimidated by it. Like, hopefully, if you got someone that's <clears throat> knowledgeable and um, compassionate, I should say, um, you know, they'll steer you in the right direction. They'll make you feel like you're not, nice. you know, blowing it or doing something really stupid. You're like, yeah. you know, like, hey, I'm here to help you. Yeah. We're here to guide you. Yeah. It feels like, it feels daunting as an outsider. Like, we, we grew up in Texas. And like, okay. I think there probably is some good wine somewhere in Texas, but not yeah. really in our childhood. Yeah, yeah. Like the, it's yeah, not like yeah. beer, and like Jack Daniels whiskey. Like, yeah. those are the things that are popular. So the idea of, like, becoming really educated about wine feels super foreign and it feels like there's just this massive list of things that like I have no idea where to even start so yeah. for you like how did you initially get into it like how did you know you wanted to learn more about wine I, what drove you to it um that's a great question because um, it's like rooted in so much um just uh history in terms of like just working in restaurants I was as a kid um I remember my mom like got mad at me one day or something like that I think I was like 15 years old she's like get out of yeah that was cool Go work, go good, go work with your dad. Like, you know, my dad was working in an Italian restaurant at the time, uh, Bergen Beach in Brooklyn. Um, so I ended up working there and I started doing that for a long time. And um, I was trying to go to school and then that didn't work out too well because I just almost like, I hate this, this structure, this format of like, do this, do this, do this. And I'm like, and then I was in the arts. I was like trying to go for like be an art major. I was like, this, what the hell am I doing? Like, you <laughs> yeah. know, I'm just like throwing all this money and I'm like, you're telling me to draw this plant with bananas around it. Like, you know what I mean? I'm like, what? Like, you, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like the usual setup. It's like the table with a cloth and then there's like a fruit yeah. basket and then there's something there. You're like, oh, and then I'm doing this. And then like, I'm like, and I'm, I guess maybe I can be a little bit competitive when it comes to this artistic thing. Um, Cause then, you know, I do like one of these bad boys and I'm like, like, well, how's everybody else painting? Yeah. Like, right? And I'm like, mine's looking pretty good. Like that right. looks terrible. And then the professor's just like, Oh, your strokes are too heavy on this thing. And I'm like, what are you giving me shit? Like, what about his? Like, you didn't say nothing to him. You were like, good job. Keep going, Tommy. Me, it's just like, you're just, I don't like your strokes here. And I'm like, I was like, this is dumb. I'm leaving. Um, so then I fell back to like the only thing that I knew what to do. And it was working in restaurants. Um, and then when I was uh, in Bergen Beach, I met a gentleman <clears throat> named Mark Snyder. Um, he is the owner of Red Hook Winery here in Brooklyn. Cool. Um, and he also owns a wine distribution company called Angel Share Wines. And um, he was eating there. I met him and then he was just like, hey, um, like, what do you do? Like, you know, like, what are you doing or what's going on? I think she's just like the, my demeanor and my, my attitude. And I just told him, I said, um, I said, I just work here on the weekends. It, I make bank cash. It's cool. Um, and he was like, what else are you doing on the weekday? I said, I don't do anything. And then he extended the, you know, the invite. And he said, hey, man, do you want to work at a winery in Brooklyn? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. 
And I told him, I was like, hey, man, like, I'm just going to let you know, like, I know nothing. Wow. Like, yeah. absolutely yeah. nothing. Uh, and it was fun because, um, you know, you kind of get a glimpse of, like, the production aspect of it where it is a functional winery. The grapes do come in there. They are crushing, you know, in, in Brooklyn. Um, and it's, it's, it's fun because there's three winemakers there and there's whole, like, there's a, there's a range of just styles, right? There's a very, like, here's a very traditional take on wine. And then here's a very, like, experimental, obscure mm-hmm. take on it. So it's like, you get like a glimpse of like, this is what tradition is. And this is what it means to be experimental. And I didn't know that at the time that those two things, you know, are very like separate and, and you can learn from that. Um, <clears throat> so I was there and um, he just was saying like, just drink. Don't worry too much about this, this, and that. Like, just like what a good job. Yeah, no, 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 no. I mean, like, my no. boss doesn't tell me to do that. <laughs> yeah, no, I was like, yeah, you're like, sure it's Monday. Why don't you just drink today? And then we'll figure it's, out the rest of the week after. It's awesome. No, no, shout out to Mark. I tell him all the time, like, yo, he would just be like, just just drink. Like, just do that. Like, just get to know the wines and, like, get a feel for it. Like, get a feel for like, what it means for something to be, like, lighter in style and something to be, like, fuller in style. Like, just like the basics. Learn something that's really acidic to something that's not acidic. Something that has, like, a lot of tannin, which is that, like, kind of grippy sensation. Mm-hmm. is something that doesn't have it um so it was kind of like that um and then on top of that he you know he would import all these like allocated wines uh, from his distribution company side so there would be days where he would come in with like 40 different bottles of burgundy and he's just like dog you should try these wines like just blow through them and like you should see the way like this guy tastes it was just like does this like speed taste he just like boom, boom, boom. he just like see his glass and he's just like that one's cool that 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 and that and you're like oh man like that's crazy. you know it's like cool like he just has a a palate for that so he knows what good wine is you know what i mean uh so it's kind of cool it was nice for him to do that and teach me that and it was it was funny for a while because you know i would hear him talk or i would hear other people talking to him describe like oh yeah this is robert foley's chardonnay clone 95 it tastes like white burgundy and i was just like mimic that I would just yeah. say these things, right? And I was like, and then a guest would come in. I'm like, this tastes like white burgundy. Uh, I have, no, I had no idea what the hell <laughs> yeah. white burgundy was, right? I was just saying things. And the guest was like, yeah, it, yeah, it does. And I'm like, yeah, it does. And I'm like, <laughs> like you know, it's just like goofy. And I'm like, ah. Oh. Then after a while, I was like, well, like, all right. Well, we saw the production side of it. We got to taste a lot of things. Now it's time to like tune in. Um, yeah. And then from there, it was just starting there. It was just reading and a lot, a lot of reading. I tell people, that's probably the most interesting part of it because it's like you – I picked up Karen McNeil's Wine Bible. And I'll tell that to everybody. Pick that book up, read it in and out, um, and you're in a good place. Um, and then from there, you can you know tune in more. But the idea of like explaining regions and styles and telling you like what are the grapes or what are you drinking? Well, I'm drinking Burgundy. What are the two grapes? Well, Pinot Noir and Chardonnay. This is like cool. It's like there's just two grapes. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it's a cool region because it's like hyper-focused and on two grapes and they've been doing it for hundreds of years. So like they're doing something right. Right. Um, so, you know, pick up book up and then you read that. And then I was, the idea of becoming a sommelier was, uh, felt so like yeah. just so foreign and so distant to me because I'm like, nobody in my family does that. Nobody in my family drinks wine. I grew up drinking beer with my dad. Um, and that's really it, right? And that's the kind of culture I grew up as a as a Mexican. There's no there's no wine culture, um, and that might be also a financial thing because Mexicans are not really not rich. We don't got it like that, yeah. <laughs> so it's not like you know it's not part of our culture. So it was very foreign to me. And I remember working at um when I was working in Red Hook, uh, there was this kid. His name was Felipe. I'll never forget him. Um, yo, shouts out to Felipe. If you hear this or you see this. Um, I was like, God, this guy's a douche. Um, and I mean that in the best way like, yeah, you know yeah. I just thought he was a character man he's like this is like Brazilian dude grew up in Staten Island he had like the, the, the strongest like Long Island accent right like it was just real deep um, and he was just like he was like bro uh, you don't know anything about wine bro uh, shut up bro I'm a song bro. he would always like do these things and it was like just teasing me right like all the time um, but he was good people's man you know and he was fun to hang out with and he knew a lot for sure he did and he was super young and he was just he was crushing it man I was like holy crap this guy and I was like how could I even think about that you know but then I was like you know what would piss him off like if I became a sound, it was like, and I would be like, "Yo, shut up, bro! I could do that too." Yeah. So I was just like, I thought it would be like just fun to just to just do that. I was like, "Let's yeah, yeah, exactly." It was maybe this like competitive nature, which I kind of thank him for that. Um, I was just like, "Let's do this." So, um, 
I'm studying, I'm reading this thing, I'm like learning by myself. And I take the, um, I go to, there's a couple of organizations that kind of help you uh, through the wine journey. Yeah, I was curious, do you have to go to schools or classes um, like at that point? Like, do you kind of exhaust the self-taught knowledge? Uh, I don't think you can self-exhaust. I don't think yeah. that, um, like, I think those those organizations or those credentials, that they exist there to kind of help you. Sure. Um, and, and it kind of makes you more desirable when it comes to hiring. But there's a lot of people that I know that I'm like, man, they, they didn't go any, they didn't go right. to this route. And they, they know, like, a lot more than I do. And it's just like, that's that's insane. That's just from experience and just being in the field for, you know, 20 plus years, you know. So, that you know, there's something cool about that. Um, no, but for me, it was just like, well, like, I kind of need to, like, this would help me. Um, just kind of push me and kind of give me that like, well, like get this done and get it and, you know, do it and do it this way. Um, so I went the route of the quarter masters of some ways, uh, which is more focused on uh, service okay. uh, versus every other kind of a program that is out cool. there. Everything else is kind of more like structured theory, kind of like learning and information. And then this kind of focuses on like, well, you're going to be working in a restaurant yeah. and, and it's kind of geared towards that. Nice. Um, so I remember taking going for those exams and taking like, you know, the, the intro is the first thing and you, from that you get to certified and from certified, you have to get, you have to test to get into this advanced course. And then once you take the advanced course, you can take the advanced exam. And from there, you got to get invited to be a master. Um, so I only went as far as certified. Um, and I was going to go for the advanced course and then obviously COVID happened and just kind of ruined everything. But, um, yeah, but that's the route that I chose. And it, I, I thought it was great. Um, I had a great time doing it and learning and, and it's kind of like you're kind of on your own, really. Like it's just like you sign up for these exams and you just give them money and then you sit there and you're like, cool, let's see what they pour and let's see what they ask me, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, some the information can feel like daunting and it can also almost feel like useless. Almost. Like you know, it's like these questions that are like on these, like there's no practical reason for for any of this other like than a customer's never going to ask me a question like this. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like, and if they do, I'd be so really, I'd be like, I'd be like, I roll dog. Like, really, <laughs> yeah. dog. You came in here and you're asking me what the residual sugar for this thing. Like, I don't care. Yeah, like, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, no, but yeah, yeah like, <laughs> no, it's, it's just, like, <laughs> well, sometimes it can get goofy with people are like, yeah. how many days is it, this wine spent on the, on the skins? And you're like, like, I don't know, like yeah. six, like, I don't like, What's like, is it if I told you six and then I came back, oh, I'm sorry, it's not six, it's nine. Would you have been like, oh, yeah, I thought so. Like, it tasted like nine days. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what are we, <laughs> I was like, what are we talking about? Like, right. so like, that doesn't really happen. And I understand why these questions exist. It's kind of help you, like, like, keep you on your toes and make sure you know a lot of information so you don't really, like, get caught, like, being like, I don't know. And then you look like yeah. an idiot. Yeah. And you're like, what do you mean you don't know? Like, this is your job. Like, you know, it's like going to a doctor and like, what about this? Like, I don't know. I'm yeah. Like, Doc, what? <laughs> like, I don't want to. Who's, who's, who's administering these exams? Like, is there an official body? Or? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's like, oh. it feels so like, ugh, like icky to talk about it. Um, it's unfortunate. Um, there was a whole New York Times article, and if you guys have time, you should definitely Google that. Um, it's interesting um, in a sense of we've well working in restaurants. I think um, it's it's very clear that there's there's issues there, right? Like there's um there's a, it's a male dominated industry um, that unfortunately takes advantage of women, um, and the wine society and culture and things like that are pretty much in the same boat, right? Um, so we had unfortunately uh, a bit of a hiccup within the organization i'm not here to talk bad about them um, because i feel like they are trying their best to fix that um what happened and yes unfortunately it was you know these older you know sommeliers these masters that you know kind of like gatekeepers right in a sense and they're the ones that administer these exams right they oversee this they're this committee board and they're the ones that are in charge and they're the ones that are you know like who gets in who gets out kind of thing you know like it can for a long time it's very like there's no transparency with a lot of these exams it was like you would take you would blind these wines right and you're taking these notes and then they would never tell you what the wines were mm-hmm. at the end of the day oh, wow. right so you never know if you're right or wrong right or right yeah. so it's like well pass or fail and it's like well how do i know that i failed like if you yeah. don't tell me what it was like you're just saying i failed which is fine. Like I'll, I'll respect you enough. Sure. I want to believe that you're well, like, you're yeah. being honest and you're being like, it's no, like, like you, did, you got it wrong. Like you know what I mean or something like that. Yeah. But it's just like, but like, how do I really know, right? And especially like when you get to like that the masters and stuff like that. When you sit those exams, it's like these people are that are like, well, like 
it, it is a lot. Like, you know, like, and it's like, what happened? Like, there was a whole nother thing, too, on top of the, the whole sexual assault thing. Um, last year, I believe it was, a, you know, it was a handful of these candidates that had passed. It was like 26. It was like right. a, a crazy number. Mm-hmm. Then turns out that there was information that got leaked. There was an email that was sent to one of the candidates from one of the masters about what the wines were. Right. So what happened was they totally they just voided everybody's. The whole year. The whole, yeah, that whole oh, wow. that sucks. Right? right? Exactly. So it's like two, so let's, just, let's just say like one or two, let's just say even one person was yeah. the one that was cheating and then everybody else gets voided Jeez. out. Right? So it's like, these these are people that have been going for these exams for like nine years, you know, 10 years. Like, you know, people wow. go for this like actively, like it's not people don't, you, know, you get the invite, but it doesn't mean you pass. Like, you know what I mean? Like these, these exams are crazy ridiculous. So for that to happen was like, man, like people were like, yo, like you guys have to restructure. You guys have to figure something out, you know? Um, you know, so it sucked. I, you know, it sucked. And there's a lot of people that retook that exam and they failed, you know, Jeez. and there's some people passed, but it's like, there's some people who were like, well, like I did it. I did it the right way. I didn't cheat, right. yeah. it, but they're saying I did. And this is it. And it's like, that helps because once you do that, once you have that master pin, it's like, dog, that opens up like opportunities, like crazy. Yeah. You, like it sounds like there's not many of them. Like, not many. No, yeah. not many. Maybe like, like less than 300 at the moment. The, no, the, no, the yeah, country yeah. or the world? Yeah, the world. The world. Yeah, wow. the world. Yeah, like that's the world, right? So there, you know, right. This, so this body organization, you know, there's wow. the Quartermasters of Americas, and then there's one for Europe, um, and and that's it. And it's the one, you know, it's it's a lot. So yeah, so you can imagine, Jeez. like I I imagine that the reason why these exams are set up this way is to kind of keep that number there, like yeah. stable, yeah. right? Like you don't want to have like there's three thousand <laughs> master sommeliers. You're like, yeah, you want your job security. If you're yeah, there you already. want yeah. that. Yeah. You know, you want to you want to be able to secure that like that. Sure. That um. <clears throat> that price tag that you know for yourself you know where you can ask for a quarter million dollars half a million dollars or or whatever what have you you becoming a brand ambassador for screaming eagle or you know and these ridiculous like wineries you could make bank man like really you know what i mean so it's like why wouldn't you want to like secure this and be like okay well like if you want to get an invite then you have to know what this goofy thing means and you're (laughs) like i don't like come on man like don't make me memorize that (laughs) like well, and do they do they intentionally keep it at three hundred or limit the amount of people so that they preserve their job? I, you know, I, I don't. I want to believe that that's not the case. I, yeah. you know, I, I don't know how that how that works. Or I don't know how their organization works because um, I've never been on the on that side of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it's it's. I'm not sure what like you know why that number. I imagine it's just low because those exams are like extremely hard. Like you know, like people yeah. say, like it's tougher than the bar exam. And I don't, I've never taken the bar exam, but. Um, you know, it's, it, it, it really is. It's, it's difficult and it's just like, it just feels unnecessary, you know, yeah. but, but, you know, like luckily again, I think now with the way social media works and everything else is working, like it's, we're really trying to, like, I think we're branching out of that, like this, this yeah. old structure, this old style of doing mm-hmm. things and like there's opportunities to just grow yes. on your own as an individual. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you can have a platform and just start saying things and start doing things, um, that's sometimes a good thing, sometimes a bad thing. Like I see it, and it's like, part of me is like, that's cool. Like I, I mean, like I like the idea that people can don't have to worry about doing that or put them, walk into a restaurant or even work in one. They can actually have some sort of like impact on, sure. on the wine culture into society. Um, sometimes it's good, you know. Like it's a small times. It's just it's good, and sometimes it's just like some goofy girl that's just like. Got sponsored by some bullshit rosé yeah, yeah. company. Or you can like, make your stuff up because nobody's yeah. checking you. Yeah, that yeah, part, something yeah. like that too. Yeah, because I should just say things that doesn't make any sense. Like you know, it's just like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, get this wine from Aldi. It's great. Like, cool. Like, I'm like, what is that? I've never heard of that. Yeah. I've never even seen that. Like, we, like it's nine dollars. You're like, it's <laughs> probably terrible, dog. Like, I don't want that. Um, so yeah. So what? Where do you think you're gonna go from here? Like. You've got the mm. the psalm certs. Mm. You're working. You like your job. Yeah. You could go the master route. You could go like influencer, brand ambassador. Yeah. You're gonna go back to like winemaking. Like yeah. What what feels cool to you? You know what feels really great? Um, learning. I think the I think working at the bar and and um, interacting with these people has has made me uh, appreciate the idea of one day owning uh, or or having my own bar. Nice. Um, and and I think about that a lot. Um. And I also think about like, you know, pursuing more certifications and like, it's, it's hard to get, um, motivated, but there are, there's a, there's a lot of people, um, you know, that I work with and that I know that, you know, they're, they, they're doing the right things and, um, and they're there to like help and push and share this information and, and they want to see me like grow. 
right? I don't, you know, like, so it's, it's, it's fun to, and it's fun and it's exciting to be a part of that and, and to see those people. Um, and I feel like I kind of own that, right? Like, well, like you did all this work and you're giving me all this information. You're giving me the resources. Mm-hmm. Um, like the least I can do is just try to continue and pursue um, some sort of sort of like, a, like go for the advance again. I think that would be fun. And cause I remember when I was going through it right before like 2019 when we were like there studying as a team and it was all good. Um, you know, and then when COVID happened, it just kind of like sure. blank slate. But, but before that, I was like, man, I'm like, no, we had a lot of fun. Like we would just like walk around with like flashcards in her, you yeah. know, and like just like, and just switch them up every, like, you know, every week we'd like focus on a different thing yeah. or we'd like meet up before like service of the shift. And, um, our beverage director, Ryan Tottman, he's awesome. You know, he like pulled on a projector and he was like, we can do like slides together. And we're like looking at slides <laughs> and stuff like it, but you know, like it also helped him because he's also going for his master's. Yeah. So it was, it was, it was great to be in that in a room of like that much knowledge and just like, and it's just kind of, and just, it's just, here we are and we're just present. So like, I do want to continue the education. I think wine is, that's the point of it. It's, it changes every year. Uh, there's always something different. There's always a new producer. There's always something to try. Um, so it, it's meant to be something that you like pursue and, and, and learn about, um, whether you take it really seriously or just. You just want to know, like, what the hell is in my bottle? Yeah. Um, you know, as simple as that. Um, so I do want to do that. And at some point, yeah, I think owning a, a bar would be cool. Like, I like the idea of, like, getting a handful of friends that, like, well, he knows how to cook and this guy's pretty good at that. And you should fucking <laughs> yeah. run the, the finances of the whole thing. And then I'll just fucking pour wine, dog. Yeah, <laughs> like, it'll perfect. be fine. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's just, like, find, like, it's, like, find a collective and find a team and just, like, make it happen. But I think I think that'll be the move. I think that'll be kind of fun to do that, especially in Brooklyn. I think it's kind of cool. Like, growing up here, um, I tell people, like, man, like, you hit the Miss Park Cortelli Road. From there to, like, Coney Island is nothing. Right. Like absolutely, and then and Cortelli Road is just like, like that's all right, like right. because it's just kind of that's that last, that's that last line, right? Um, yeah, and I'm like, there's like, there's got to be a way to like get into that market and then get deeper yeah. into Brooklyn. There's, there's and, a wine bar every four blocks in Williamsburg, so you know. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, no, like, we're here. It's cool. I'm like walking by. I'm like, oh, look at all these cool places, man. I would drink here. <laughs> I'm like, this doesn't exist down where I'm from or where I grew up. You know what I mean? It's like. It's so corny over there. I don't know what's going on. We gotta, I wanna, you know, it's, really, you know, it's like the corniest neighborhood. It's not fun. Like, you know, you, seriously, it's just like, you're like, what, like, what is this? Like, what are we doing here? Like, it's like, it's so goofy here. But, um, yeah, no, I mean, like, it'd be fun to, like, try to do something over there and hopefully, yeah. like, expose to people, you know, people that are like, hey, man, like, this is what we're doing. This is how we drink wine. It's not, right. yeah. you know, and it doesn't have to be pretentious. It, has yeah. to be, it can be very casual. It can be very cool. It can be very inexpensive. You know, I think that's the best way to approach people. You know what I mean? Cause it's, it's fun to drink the, the expensive shit, but it's like, like that's only like, if, I think if you got it like that, enjoy it and, and, and go for it. I think those wines are awesome. But I'm like, most people don't got it like that. And like, I'm not here to sell that kind of stuff. Like those wines sell themselves. You know what right. I mean? They're just on the list to be on the list, yeah. and it's just there to attra- like attract people. You sure. know what I mean? It's just like you see, and you're like, oh, like you know, like oh, look at this bottle. It's three thousand dollars. Like, is it good? And you're like, yeah, it's good. And like, you know, like, is it? I don't think it's worth three thousand dollars. But you know, if you got three thousand dollars to spare, fuck it, dog. Yeah. Buy it. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's great. You know. But like, you know, I'm not gonna upsell you. Like, I'm not gonna be like, oh, like, what are you thinking about? Oh, you're thinking about this wine that costs thirty bucks. Yeah, this one's awesome, but let me tell you, this one here for three thousand dollars, this will be like, you know what I mean? Like, we're not—that's not, you know, like we're not upselling that. We're not selling that. That, yeah. that thing, just like some guys, just gonna see it and be like, yeah, let me get that. And like, cool, here you go. You know, so like, I don't worry about wines like that. You know, I think the, I think the idea is just to focus on like, you know, people doing making wines the correct way of like, you know, in a responsible way, washing carbon footprint, uh, making sure things are done like organically, hand harvested. I think those are important things. I like think things like that, well, little subtle things for me. I think it's cool. It's cool. Yeah, yeah, that's super cool. Yeah, if you ever open this wine bar, let me know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be happy to, yeah. to taste for you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I want to go back to something you were talking about. So, what's kind of the breakdown of the different positions that you could pursue? Hmm. Like you said, you're more focused on service. There's yes. quartermaster. Like, what's yes. kind of the different paths that you could go and what's kind of the qualifications you would need to do each one. Yeah. I, you know, I, I've, I've met a lot of people that are, you know, that they've started their career, like working in a restaurant or at some point or, or, or doing something like that and, or starting some sort of like certification. And then from there being like, and just branching out. And, and again, this, this could be things like people become, you know, 
writers, you know, like, you know, like I've known people that are like, oh, I went to school to be a writer. I ended up working, you know, in a restaurant part time to kind of help my expenses and stuff like that. And I picked up a little bit of this wine information and then they become passionate about it. And then they just write about wine. Um, so like there's that's that profession. Right. So you can take that route where you're like, I'm a writer. That's what I do. And I write about wine. Um, I guess you could be a critic, too. Um, you can do, again, like really just behind the scenes stuff where you're just really just curating the list and then educating your, you know, your your sound, your floor sound team to just sell these wines like oh we got this in we got this in or we got this by the glass um which is something that like i beverage director does now ryan topman where he kind of comes in and talks to us and he's just mm-hmm. like well like well we just added this on this oh, we got this cool champagne and you know and it's our job now to kind of go out there and, yes. and, and make that sell and make that happen so there's that aspect um i mean you I, I think i think when it comes to stuff like this i've seen a lot of songs that you know just kind of ditch that whole idea too and just like they get excited that the idea of like, well, food and wine, right? Mm-hmm. And then they become, you know, they take a whole route where like I'm a sound chef kind of cool. makeshift situation, right? And you and you can go that route too. And I've seen a lot of people do that. So that's also been really interesting um, to see. But yeah, I think, yeah, I mean, you could become a brand ambassador for like some of these really like these cool brands and just fly you out to like pour these wines and represent these wines. Like really, like, you know what I mean? Like you're just kind of the face of like, I'm the face of Opus One, and you're just there, and you're just pouring these wines, and it's cool. Yeah, or, I mean, you, there's people that work just, like, you know, like, private, like, like a private song, like, wow. you know what I mean? Like, there's people out there that just got loads of money, man. They just, like, pay you to, like, come in and keep inventory and make sure that their stuff is done correctly, or can you open this up for dinner, and can you pour for us? And you're like, yeah, sure thing, you know? <laughs> you um, like a yeah. private yet. Private yacht, yeah, like Chef Sam or something yeah, like that. Absolutely, yeah. You know Take what I mean? You, I mean, you could even do like the distribution side of it too. Like, it just really depends on like, um, you know, like what like what really draws you in. But there's a lot of people that get into that aspect of it too, where it's like, well, it's like, well, like I'd be cool to like travel and get to talk to these small producers, and they're yeah. like, well, who distributes you in the states? Nobody. Cool. I would like to. You know what I mean? And then you become that guy, right? Where it's like you're just kind of traveling and getting all these wines in, and then you're like you're introducing these wines to the market. So you have an influence on that too, of like what New York City is going to drink. It's, it's, it's interesting to see that sometimes there's just so much that that could be done with wine. I just think that like, I think with any, like with anything else, I think like just, you could just treat it the same way. It's, right. it's just, it's a product, it's still a tangible product. You could trade it. You can do anything you want with it. You can sell an image of it. We should do wine and, and wine NFTs. Oh. I think would be like, I mean, like, if you, I, I, I don't know, like, you know what I mean? Or like, I mean, I guess you can get into that, right? You can talk about that too. Like, it's interesting. I'm excited to see if it gets to that point where it's right. like, oh, I'm in the metaverse and it's like, I bought this bottle of Bordeaux for ten thousand dollars because it looks cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, somebody will do it. Yeah, you know, what I mean? like, you know, it's always gonna make it's always gonna make bank on that too. You know, it's gonna be this. And this is going to be like the celebrity song that sells it. And people are going to be like, well, yeah, you told me to buy it. I'm going to buy it. It's like, cool. But yeah, man, it's, it's, it's fun. It's fun that there's, that there's so many options and there's so many routes and you yeah. can just really just do anything with it. And I, I don't know, like for me, it's like, I just, I just want people to come in, drink it, enjoy it, give them an experience and then, and leave with something, hopefully leave with something. So I love that, man. Just bringing more people into the community yeah. and making it yeah. a fun experience. Yeah. Well, so, okay. So besides metaverse NFT wines, any trends in wine that you hate, like boxed wine, wine in cans and bodegas? Um, no, you know what? Rosé. Like, <laughs> no, rosés are delicious, do actually. Slap, <laughs> do you slap the bag? Yeah. No, 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 no rosés no, are delicious. No, I think there's a time and place for anything. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I'm not above any of those things. And I, I tell people all the time, I joke about it, too. I'm like, listen, man, you got a bad bottle of wine. Just pop it in the freezer. It'll mute any flavor. And then just chug it and just have fun. <laughs> yeah. Like you're, you're, you're just trying to get lit, right? I mean, like if that's your goal, you know what I mean? Or sometimes I'm like, you know, like I'll buy something sometimes and I don't always buy the right thing. Like, you know what I mean? Sometimes I'm like, oh my God, this will look cool. And then you try like, this wine sucks. And you're yeah. like, just be like, you know what? Just get some ice cubes, mix it with Coca-Cola. <laughs> cares. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Have fun with it. You know what I mean? Like, so I, I don't, I'm not above things like that. So I, I like things. I think the one trend I think that really does bother me. God. Is the, um, <laughs> is the, um, the the natural wine oh. trend, right? Like this. Okay, because I see that everywhere in Brooklyn. Right. Every right. every shop says yeah. natural wine. Or yeah, whatever. where it's like, oh, like natural wine, natural wine. You're like, what the hell? Like, so there's so many, yeah. there's so many things that comes with natural wine when you think about it like that, and then like the idea of like, well, minimal sulfites that are added to the wine, right? And that's another thing that fuck, man, people are like, 
I'm allergic to sulfites. And you're like, no, no, you're not. No, you're not. I'm like, I really want to say that as cold as I can, but I, I can't. Right. And I'm just like, oh, really? It's like, oh, have you tried to like, and I'm just like, maybe you should try taking an antihistamine. Sometimes just the histamines. It's not. And they're like, no, I'm allergic to sulfites. And you're like, fuck, okay. And you're like, and then you're like, oh, what else? And then like, then they'll order something and they're like, oh, can I get fries? And I'm like, yeah, sure. And then you bring them the fries and then they're dunking it in the ketchup. And I'm like, dog, the ketchup has more sulfites than the wine. Like, yeah. you're like, you're not allergic to sulfites. You know what I mean? What like, an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, you know what I mean? It's just heard like, it on the TikTok. It's, it's, yeah, no, it's just like, oh man, it's just like, it's just cringe, but it's, it's not their fault. It's, yeah. you know, it's people that are saying like, well, you're allergic to tannins or like, what? That doesn't make any sense. Like, um, or red wine gives me headaches. And you're like, no, it doesn't. Like, you just drink a lot. Like, you just, just drink a <laughs> it's lot. It's called a hangover, buddy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like, no, it wasn't the red wine. How much did you have? Bottle, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we had four bottles. Like, yeah, dog, yeah, that's why. Because you just drank a lot. But no, it's like, it's terms like that, that like, that get tossed around. I think it's just used for marketing where it's like, it'll say no sulfites added. There's sure. no, there's no sulfite free wine, right? But like the way it's worded makes it sound like there's no sulfites in my wine. Um, and then, or it'll be like, oh, like, biodynamic and you're like it's we're all saying like we're saying these old things and then there's a lot of producers like from italy or you know france that just just i've been making wine for 400 years in my family you know like and i don't know what the hell natural wine is it's just how we do things yeah and like if you label that natural or biodynamic or organic like cool but like this is just what we do you know like i'm not gonna pay all this money to put a little stamp of approval on my label you know what i mean like that's so goofy because those like because those those things get a little ridiculous where it gets to the point where it's like well like do you care if there's if the fence is painted because the paint isn't fucking organic or you know what i mean like yeah. now like you know what i mean now the whole now the whole vineyard is not organic that's because wild. of that you know what i mean it's like does that really matter like i like so when people say that it's like what well, like what it's like being a vegan you know what I mean? it's yeah. like weird right it's just like like how far do you like you know how far are you gonna go into that you know what I mean right. like so honey's not cool like really like, okay like you know what I mean like it just seems a little silly so that's the one thing that I think that that bothers me and I think it's I'm not sure who are the people that are like throwing this misinformation out there big natural yeah. big natural big people <laughs> this is super not I don't know who it is man like there's somebody on Instagram probably just saying this and just like getting all this clout and then they're like and then all these people come into my bar and being like I want natural wines they're like oh man come on man like most of it is like that and it's like I'm just like and that's it that's all they got for me there's no there's nothing else it's just I just want natural wine like cool and just sometimes it's kind of like i'm like you know what i'm just gonna pour you whatever like here you go just yeah. it's like people are just playing themselves almost where it's like they, they, they trick themselves into thinking like oh i can taste this or like i know the difference but it's like yeah a lot of times yeah. it sounds like you can just put a clever wording of like no sulfites added and it's yeah. like and actually it's, nothing really changed yeah but you think it did yeah you think because now. you played this game now that you saw it that it's different like, right that's the one i want now right yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah so like now all of a sudden that's the only reason why you want it right where it's like oh it's like well here's this yeah. plain black t-shirt right and then like kanye made it yeah yeah now kanye <laughs> now there's a little supreme on it it's like i'll spend a hundred dollars on that like yeah. what like you're still it's still it's still a black t-shirt right but you know it's it's unfortunate that like you know, people are, are doing that and, and there there's people that take advantage of that situation. Um, and it sucks. And I think Cork was and what we do, I, I think it's important for us to try to relay that information and have patience. Uh, you have to be patient with people. Um, and, and, and I try to be patient as much as possible because, you know, again, at the end of the day, it is my job. Um, and at the end of the day, I do want people to come back and I want people to learn from that, you know, and I want to tell them like, hey, like, don't get suckered into this. Like, you know, yeah, don't don't right. get don't get caught up into this little scheme and, and things like that. Um, I was gonna talk shit. You're trying to poison us, man. You brought contained sulfites. This one contains sulfites, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this one I don't oh yeah. yeah. Oh, no, 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 I already no. have a headache, man. Yeah, yeah, so. I mean, so, yeah. I'm not Wait, gonna can, have any. Can you take I, us through some tasting? I, I can't have. I can't have any more. I can't have any more ketchup. It's, yeah, right. It's. I got all the sulfite. So from or, a certified song, uh, what are we supposed to be? What are we supposed to be tasting in this? Oh man, wine? you know, like so. So this is um. So this is a, a grape that's called uh, Gamay. Uh, which is kind of, uh, it's just a really light, juicy style of wine. Uh, it comes from a region just south of Burgundy uh, called Beaujolais. Um, and it's cool because it's, uh, I think it's just a wine that like a lot of Psalms is just kind of like, I'm like the stereotype right now. Um, this is like the wine that like all these Psalms like to drink um, just because it's just so easy and it's a crowd pleaser yeah. too. I think that's the reason why we like to pour it and we're always excited to pour this thing. Um, but it's just, 
This red wine, it's made in a style that's called carbonic maceration. It just means that the fermentation is actually happening inside of the grape versus like pressing and letting the juice ferment separately or kind of in that kind of way. So this is kind of cool. This intercellular fermentation, then it gets pressed and then it gets kind of bottled, uh, simply put. Um, and the result is just, again, this is just really light, juicy, fruity wine cool. um, with soft tannins. I tell people just like tart red fruit. I try not to, I don't, I hate being that guy that's like, this is like wild strawberries, <laughs> crushed pomegranates. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a little bit of an orange twist, you know, like that, like it's just like, oh, it's, it's just red fruit. Yeah. It's light. It's juicy. It's fresh. Try it. You know what I mean? And then like, it's open to interpretation. Like, like you would be like, Hey man, I get pomegranates on this. And I'm like, wrong. Yeah. Wrong. <laughs> raspberry. <laughs> Definitely raspberry. It's like, like, what? like what? yeah, you know what I mean? So I was like, sometimes I tell people like, yeah, like, it's cool to like throw out those like terminologies, but it's just like, it's simple. just put it, keep it simple. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm curious to saw that thread of like, you know, people can kind of get in their own head about what they're tasting. Yes. How long did it take you to fully master, like, you know what you're tasting? Oh, I, listen, I get humbled every now and then, too, um, which I think is why we do the blind tasting. Um, not just for, like, a like a customer, like, you know, um, but for ourselves, too. Like, it is every now and then, we, like, we blind ourselves. Uh, or if I can go somewhere and they offer something like that, I, I do it because it's just, like, the idea is, like, we're always trying to stay on top of that, right? Because it's, again, it's just consistency and memory bank, I think is the most important thing, right? Like you could have a great palate and you could, you know, like you, oh, I can taste great food and I know this and I know what's going on. But it's like, if you don't have any like theory behind it or any backbone to it, it's like, what's the point of it? Like you, yeah. you, don't, you don't know what you're looking for. You might be tasting correctly, but you're like, you don't know what to you add. Have no it reference, to. Yeah. So at, for us, it's like, no, just, just always taste always be familiar so like and you build a memory bank that way and that's how you become a great taster i think just being consistent and always trying different like always i tell people like the biggest mistake is just like i just just drink one wine like i just drink pinot noir from california like that's all i do and it's like well, those those wines are great obviously but it's just like you should branch out you know and and do it for reasons that are like not just for pleasure sometimes you're like yeah, dog, that one sucks. Like, I hate that. Yeah. Like, but at least you know, like, sure, for sure. It. Like, yeah. I tried it. I've done it. I hate it. You know, I don't like it. And that's that's fair. And like, cool, fair game. Like, you tried the same grape from all around the world. It ain't for you. That's cool. Right. But you learn about yourself. Like, I don't like that kind of wine. That wine's too peppery for me. It's terrible. You know. And then, uh, so that's how that's how I think you become a great taster. Just constantly doing that, using what we call this uh, the grid, where it's just like a format. Uh, for some ways to just kind of like just break down the wine for like for what it is right where it's like the color the viscosity the aromatics the palette the structure of the wine like you're just tasting these wines for what it is and then from there being like i think this is a really good bottle of wine i think this is made really well um and and that's how you become good just always taking just a little bit like just don't be obnoxious about it i tell people like you know what i mean like if i'm here hanging out with you guys or anybody in the environment it's like be corny if I'm just like, give me give me two minutes. I gotta go through the grid. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm just fucking. You know what I mean? Like no. Like am I am I tasting the wine as I'm talking to you guys? Yes. Am I? Do I think it's cool? Yes. I think it's delicious. Yes. But it's like you know. But it's not like right. it doesn't have to be that intense. But yeah, I tell people you want to be a good taster, shrink a lot. <laughs> yeah, and it's fun, fun because you know because you get you know it's just you get drunk off of it and you have fun with it. You know, like I think that's the best way to do it for sure. It's a good learning experience. Yeah, man. <laughs> Preference wise. Fuck Mary Kill, red, white, rose. <laughs> Fuck Mary Kill, red, white, rose. I would absolutely kill rose. <laughs> Fuck that. Oh, no, 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 no. I, rose all day. No, 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 yeah, no, no. I would totally fucking kill rose. I, um, I, I think, yeah, rose. Yeah, I, would, I, I fucking, I. I would murk that shit. I would, I would stab it. Mid twenties girls in Manhattan. Yeah, yeah, angry like, everywhere. No, no, no. I would, no, no, no. I would fuck. No, I would, I would stab you. Um, no, no, no. Um, no. The only reason why I say that is, is uh, I think the idea of like rosé is like I, I get it. I get the appeal. Um, to me, it just feels like you like started making a red wine and you're like, ah, fuck it. Just like <laughs> fucking half-assed it, right? Like you, like you started there and it's just like. Like, oh, like, like, I don't want to wait three weeks. It's just three days. Just bottle that shit. Let's just sell it. And a lot of it is just to get, like, um, cash flow in. 
right? Like a lot of a lot of the times, right? Um, that that's that's the thing with that. It's just like, well, like here's this thing that we just made and sat on for like twelve hours, and it's like pale as shit. Put it in a cool bottle and just sell it to fucking the Hamptons, right? And it's like, then and, and they drink it, and like oh, I love it, you know, and they love the color, you know. And but I, I hate it because it's like, it's just it just there's so again, like not only does it feel like you just stripped a lot of that like flavor, it just it just feels like again like a weak like red wine like like oh man like you're just doing something here and then you have those producers that are like well ours is a little more extracted and it's got and i and i can appreciate that there's like like a handful of like rosé producers that i think some ways respect and they're like these rosés are delicious and you're like you taste those and you're like just fucking make a red wine like i don't like i don't understand like you know like like why are we dancing in this in between right so like yeah the rosé would totally kill um fuck fuck and marry (laughs) Man, it's like so many choices. It's so many choices. Who do I want to fuck? I no, you know what? I think I want to fuck white wine all day. Wow, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. It's it's high acid. It's it's refreshing. It's like it's just oh, it's, it's just like yeah, recently. You know what I mean? It's just like oh, it's so zippy, it's so alive. It's just like it's always got energy. You know, you're like yeah, man, like it's ready to fuck, son. Like you know what I mean? It's down, dog. Oh, <laughs> uh, and I think, <laughs> and then I would marry red wine because red wine's like it's just there. It's it's all good. It's classy, it's it's classy. Yeah. It's yeah, exactly. It ain't going nowhere. It's gonna hang out for a bit. You know what I mean? We're here for the long run. This is a marathon. You know what I mean? We're not chugging this. This is, you know, like, I'm committed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to marry you. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> this is it. This is our relationship. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> damn. Damn. That was a great question. I don't think I've ever got that one. <laughs> Honestly, like, that's a good, that's a that's, good. That's perfect. That's a good question. To, yeah. <laughs> to end on, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean. Thank you for being no, here, man. No, man, thank so you fun. guys. No, seriously. I, honestly, like, I learned a ton about yeah. this. Uh, yeah. And now I got to stop drinking rosé. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All those <laughs> I got to ask about, I got to tell everybody I'm allergic to sulfites when I go to wine bars. Do that. This is good. That's what I learned. That's what I'm taking out. Do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, but thank you so much. This was super awesome. Like, we're, yeah. we're totally glad that you got to come here and do this. Yeah, yeah. seriously. Thank That's you. Sick, Thanks. Thanks, boys.